Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I'll be your storyteller for this game about living gods on the wrong side of the law. Joining me for this game is... Hey there guys, my name is Tyler, my pronouns are he, him, I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-aspected street exorcist. Hi everybody, my name's Christina, I will be playing Elion. My pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. They are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and my pronouns are she and her. I play a wood-aspect named Rush Ferris, who has a ferret familiar named Zeke. Together, they specialize in archery, larceny, and dance. Hi, I'm Michaela Sheher, and I'll be playing Tirali of House Regara, an Earth-aspected leader of a small military force known as the Tyrants who cooks the books for the gang. And this is Exalted, Like a Dragon-Blooded, Act 2, Sins of the Family. Quick, Tarali, give me your foundation. My foundation? I need your foundation. So I don't have green skin. Well, green tinted skin. Okay, so we come back into game with uh, <laughs> you asking Tarali for her foundation so you can change the <laughs> so you can change the skin color. Sounds great. <laughs> Michaela, do you think that Tarali has any makeup on her at the office? You know, <laughs> she doesn't seem like the type, but being uh, Earth uh, aspected, I'm sure she could get some clay that would be colored, which is kind of what they used back in the day, right? Oh, Are you trying to say I got mud on my face, Michaela? You're a big disgrace. It's all right. I'll just kick your can all over the place. Hey, that's my job. <laughs> if, we don't, if we're not careful, the wild hunt will rock you. Okay, so you guys are looking for some some makeup to put on a uh, to put to put on Ferris to disguise her. Uh, we could always just do the coloring and wrap your hair up. Like, actually, get some cloth and wrap it. Yeah, could work. You probably, you guys are in the office. Um, multiple people come through here. There is probably some kind of makeup or foundation around here. Any reasonable thing can probably be found here. If you start getting a little bit unreasonable with your disguise, like, I don't know, you crafted, uh, an ex like legs and extendo arms to make yourself appear like, Two feet taller than you actually are. I'm oh probably, my gosh. Are we really going to reference that? Yeah, I'm really going to reference that. Uh, then I'm probably going to ask you to make a couple different roles. But like, if you're just doing like normal disguise shit, like I'm going to just say you probably have the materials on hand. So Ferris, please describe for the audience uh, what what your disguise looks like in the process of... Uh, of getting disguised. 
Ferris would probably, you know, track down some kind of foundation somewhere that's not, you know, green tinted. So she would get some foundation and cover up probably like on her hands, you know, feet and ankles, wherever would be visible, her face, her neck. Because she lives there, she would have other clothes with her. So I'd probably look for some kind of like jacket or something long sleeved to kind of cover up her arms a little bit more. So I think the bark. we should give you something that's not yours so it doesn't look like it's your style. Fair. Um, there's plenty of clothes. I'll just steal some of Ricky and Divine shit. No one will ever know. I was going to say, we should definitely raid Divine's closet. He can afford to replace it. Yeah, who cares? He's not here. He went off to go and, and handle something. He he uh, He described Divine as being somewhat small on the smaller side, not like super buff. Yeah, that sounds right. Totally can steal some of Divine's clothes. And like, uh, she can wrap herself to, you know, not look so feminine as well. Put the foundation okay. on. So she'll be wearing like, what, look shy and garb, I guess. Okay. that That'll definitely throw people for a loop. And then, uh, I don't know if there's like a fireplace or something, but like something that she can put in her hair to make it not, you know, blonde and green with vines and probably trim the vines super short. Okay. Yeah, that's easy enough to do. So um, with that description and everything, uh, I will give you uh, two dot stunts. So that's two extra dice and an auto success. And then you also get, and now you get to roll me a uh, intelligence and larceny roll. And if you have any charms that help with this, now would be the time to tell me. So for chameleon, would I be able to also like change my skin color to just more normal colored and less green? Yeah. It's a chameleon skin. It's just, you know, if you get if you get flustered, it's going to. Well, it'll just kind of buffer the foundation a little. Right. What color skin are you trying to make it look like? Not green tinted. So like tan, cheer skin or look shine colored skin. Since I'm going with Divine's clothing. Uh, You're probably going to go with tan then. Yeah. You know, just not green. Or, like, green-tinted. So, it says she adds a die to stealth roll, so that's not larceny. Correct. Alright. But if I need to be sneaky. Alright, so you said it is... You said intelligence and larceny? Intelligence and larceny, and then if you have any charms... That would be the time to use them. I do have charms. I want to use Underground Rivers Flow, which is my excellency for larceny. I'm going to spend four motes to add two auto successes. Okay. And then I forgot I had this charm. Flowing body disguise. All right, so I'm going to actually do the 
the two moats for underground rivers flow to give me one auto success. Okay. Flowing body disguise for two moats to kind of help my movements not be as similar to Ferris's to make me seem like a different person in, in disguise. So someone with uh, uh, d- different physical traits, like really trying to like, uh, basically you're trying to ignore that penalty from uh, from the disguise role. Yeah. Okay. So then, so then now it'll be extra hard for people to actually pick you out. Yes, and I'm going to do that from my personal. Okay. And then I got the one auto success for my excellency and the one for the stunt. Or is yep. it just the two dice? The one for the stunt. So that's five successes. So if you could please just keep that in mind in case that someone does try to uh, try to suss out who that you are after a long time of uh, interacting with you, uh, that is the target number that they have to beat. You said Can five? Five. Cool, I'm putting in the notes. Damn, if only me, like, being a performer could add to the act. I mean... You might have some performance charms to let you do stuff like that. There are a lot of performance charms. There are a lot of performance charms. Um, If I need to use them, I will use them as I see fit. Because I think I have a few that can help me with it as needed. Torelli and Elian, are you guys uh, getting disguised at all, or are you guys just uh, going out with Ferris? Um, I mean, if Elian just looks at Ferris after, I assume Torelli and I have both helped her get, you know, disguised up, uh, and they just look at the other two. It might be a little conspicuous if we're just walk both walking around with a random person when we usually associate with ferris guys could say that i'm new to the family and you're showing me the ropes or because i'm new you're keeping an eye on me i i was just gonna say you're a new tarali's tyrant that could be a good cover story i mean i've got plenty of them running around town that is true. I think I ran into a couple on my way back here, actually. Another uh, thing I would like to do before we leave mm-hmm. is grab some more plain-looking arrows and a plain-looking short bow, or make it less not my arrows. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, that's a problem. That's easy enough to do. Basically, uh, just take off the trinkets that would make them look like they were my arrows. If you're going to do that, Elion's going to grab um, a cloak or some kind of shawl, and I assume you have them just like on your back or something, and they're going to kind of situate it and wrap it a certain way to hide the bow and the arrows a little bit better. Yeah. I could punch things, but they, I can't punch good. <laughs> Not with that attitude, you can't. Yeah, 
That's true. But I can't have a confidence I can fuck things up attitude. I'm not Ferris. Ferris is confidence in her ability to fuck things up. All right, then. So with the disguise out of the way, um, the three of you exit the exit the tower in Chiroscuro. And which way do you guys want to head off first towards where uh, Ricky last saw Idris or towards the Plaza District? Pretty sure we decided we were going after the other lunar. So that's sorry, not lunar solar. So Plaza. Okay, so that would be the Plaza District. Uh, if the other two are okay with it, Elion uh, would suggest taking not like secret hidden back roads, but a little bit more of offshoot areas, not common roads. I mean, I'm down for that and not being in the middle of everything. Are you okay with that, Tarali? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I think I can find us a way through here. That doesn't put us right in the middle of all the mayhem. All right. Last thing before we go outside, guys. What is my name? That is probably important to figure out. Oh, man. Will Elian be able to uh, tell people? Oh, yeah, this is my friend. Definitely not Ferris. You can call me Zeke because Zeke hides in my blouse and it'd be just like you're talking to him. Definitely this is Zeke. Yeah, and Elian just, when they gesture at Ferris, they're gesturing in the area that Zeke is at, usually hiding. Yes. Uh That is Zeke. (laughs) Be fun. I'm just not going to do a lot of the talking. I will leave that to Tarali. Ferris is going to look at Tarali and be like, don't get too bossy now. I'm only your tyrant for the day. But still a tyrant nonetheless. Let's go. Ferris will salute her as she uh, follows her out. You guys head on out into the main roads of Chiroshiro, which understandably given the weirdness that's been going on, are very busy and full of people who are legitimately freaking out. I mean, there was an eclipse. There's word spreading very rapidly of anathema in town. Um, There's also been the issue of... uh, the. Word has spread fairly rapidly about the wild hunt coming to town. Who who could have possibly done that? And you guys taking the side roads uh, to get from where that you are in the old city to the plaza district does add quite a bit of time to it. But it was the better choice. There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on on the main roads right now. Probably best that you're not there. Um, I'm going to roll some dice because I never get to roll them enough. Okay. So you all go through the back roads and everything towards the Plaza District. Uh, You are fairly unaccosted and nothing. 
nothing comes out as weird to you all, except for the fact that, you know, the roads are full of people uh, more than usual. The Plaza District, for those of you who haven't been there, which I think is actually all of you, because I think that I vaguely... Well, I mean, I think you guys have probably wandered through there before, but I think that you guys have... You guys kind of saw that as an option and then went, oh, no, no, we're not going to deal with this. I mean, I think none of us have been here in the campaign setting, like as a scene. But if I can make the assumption that, you know, Elion grew up here, they've probably been there at least once at some point. Oh, yeah. If that you've uh, if you grew up here, then you've been here at least once before. The Plaza District is to the. It's closer to the it's actually fairly close to the docks. It's a uh, very nicely situated uh, to be able to look over the harbor. And as you guys make your way out of the old city and into the new city, um, you can see rising uh, rising up above the Plaza District is the most complete tower in all of Chiroscuro. Uh, even your, even the one that you guys uh, made your, uh, your home for your office uh, still has like bits and pieces missing of it. There are some floors that are irreparably damaged. This one is a whole ass complete skyscraper that has not had the ravages of multiple wars and everything else hit it. And around there are smaller uh, kind of doting around it are smaller buildings that look closer to like. Just like to put it out there, like kind of like modern houses, as opposed to like the 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 brick and clay of the rest of Chiroscuro. So Chiroscuro is typically like brick and clay, and these are more like. Don't. Uh, no, these are going to be more like, uh, more like, uh, more like actual, like modern architecture that we would see like in, in, in real world. Okay. It is out of place. It is a little jarring, but it's, uh, it is a remnant of the first stage. When the, uh, the other thing about, uh, so when you guys walk into the Plaza District, there is one other very noticeable thing uh, going on here. The roads here are immaculate and swept. Uh, given how close you guys are to the south and like the harbor and everything, uh, it is hard not to have like sand and dirt and everything go throughout the city and just get caked on and people not care. But here you can see the cobblestones and everything else is shining as there are gold plated people walking around and cleaning things. So this is where they have the full size candy bars for Halloween. Yeah, basically. This is where you have those parties at, and you don't worry about cleaning up afterwards. Someone else will do it. Right? Uh, Ferris will, you know, trudge along, following, uh, 
following them, but also like not drawing attention to herself. So you're just trying to blend in with them, even even with the disguise. Uh, okay. Uh, that would be a Dex and Stealth roll. Acting like a tyrant, following my leader. Hey, huh? Brendan. Well, Brit's hmm. doing that role. I had a quick question because I used some um, some essence to uh, like enter the investigation competition. Essentially, mm-hmm. uh, have I gotten any of that back by now? Uh, it's been about an hour, so five. Cool. Thank you. Uh, another question: Do I add in extra dice for my chameleon, or no? Um. Yeah, I think that's kind of the point of that, isn't it? How many dice is it? Because it didn't actually say how many dice. Add uh, a die to stealth rolls a and die. two survivor rolls to hunt for game. If she's not wearing any clothes, add two dice. I'm definitely wearing clothing. Three successes. You are blending in just fine to your knowledge. Um, the rest of you guys are walking through the plaza district, I guess just kind of admiring it. I mean, at least to Ferris and Elian, this is one of the options you guys did have for a little bit about where to put your uh, your headquarters in the city. So are you guys regretting that decision to not put it here in the night with the nice swept streets and everything? No. No. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like this is definitely a place that'd be harder to get away with a crime. Let's be realistic. If we had our place here, um, Ricky and Divine would cause trouble very quickly. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Like, I imagine one or both of them purposely just littering the walkways out of disrespect. I could definitely see that happening. Or divine making work for the peasants um, and, and causing issues. Like, I, I could totally see that. He would probably just throw something on the ground and say, it's job security for them. That sounds like something he would say and do. So as you guys are having this conversation, um, you do not see any golden light coming from this area. There is no obvious signs of anathema here. How are you all going to try and find your quarry? There's a couple, you know, gold-plated people to uh, that might have seen something, or you can go and find someone else who's a little bit more normal. I mean, are there any signs or sounds of a fight breaking out somewhere? Or, like... A disturbance? Well, signs or sounds of a fight sounds like an awareness roll. Or if you're looking for... Uh, I'm sorry. Sounds of, a, uh, sounds of a fight sounds like an awareness roll. Signs of a fight sounds like an investigation roll. Possibly survival if you're looking to track someone. You know what's super convenient? Uh... I have query revelation technique so I can track wild beasts and anathema. 
Oh, Does it specifically shit. say anathema? The dragon blood can track wild beasts back to their dens or the anathema to their lairs. Wow. Let's see. You can reroll sixes on a tracking roll until they cease to appear and is capable of roll of rolling to contest even magical concealment that is otherwise perfect. Guess such who as also a solar traceless passage. It's almost like I built myself to be able to track things in survival and investigation. I also have that charm. As well as stalking wolf pursuit and trail concealing measure. And I have bloodhound nose technique, which I don't think is going to work super well because you usually need evidence for that. Tracking and avoiding trackers is also a survival action. Tracking is a contested action, wits plus survival, for the party attempting to cover their tracks against perception plus survival for the tracker. Do you say perception plus survival? Uh, yes, perception plus survival. The terrain might inflict penalties on one party or the other if it is particularly easy to track in or avoid leaving tracks in. I would say, considering that this place is being pretty consistently swept clean and getting uh, tracks removed, um, they're going to have some bonuses to... Like, it, it is going. it is going to be harder for you to track here. If I'm helping them track, would there be any sort of bonuses for my specialty with the occult and anathema warning signs? I think that uh, what we can either do is we can do a weird assist rule that I think that I've used like once before where that you could basically roll your uh, wits and occult for uh, with the specialty of anathema warning signs and I would give them However many bonus dice as you get successes, or I can let them stunt. Uh, basically, I can't give you guys both uh, bonuses. Also, Eliana um, looks to the other two. If we can find some evidence that they were around here, which they look around at all the sweeping, might not be very likely. I can also track them easy that way as well. Easier, I think, that way as well. So we have options. So uh, whoever is making the tracking roll, do you guys want help from Michaela, or do you guys want uh, to get the stunt bonus? Great. Question. How good is your perception and survival together? Perception is three, survival is four. Okay, so we'd be at about the same, because my perception's five and my survival's two. I also have a specialty in awareness to be able to tell if I'm being followed. That's nifty. Uh, I just have investigation for a crime scene, so it's not survival. Um, and then I've just got my enhanced eyes, but I don't know how much that would actually help us. It depends on how you're looking for things. You know, like if you're, if you like are trying to, I don't know, like pick out like the sense of like burning ozone that might theoretically be left behind by a uh, by an anathema suddenly popping up, then yeah, obviously I'm not going to give it to you. But if, I don't know, you're looking for scorch marks left by burning essence with your eyes, then yeah, I'm going to give that to you. I think Ferris could do this, maybe with Tirali's help. 
Uh, yeah, I can do it. So I'm doing the... Uh... Okay, so if you're going to do it, then my question for you is, do you want the potential more dice bonus that Tarali can give you, or do you want the stunt bonus? Hmm. Let's do what Tarali can give me. Because all I was going to do for stunting would uh, be looking at Tarali and basically saying, you know, I will scout ahead for us. And that was about it, just to make it look like I'm doing my job that I don't actually have. <laughs> okay. Um, in that case, then, uh, Tarali, if you could give me a... I'm trying to think. I think I said wits plus occult with that specialty in anathema warning signs. That would be your role. To assist. Uh, what does the specialty add to it? Just like, is it like an extra die? It's an extra die. And then, you know, if you want to pump this with a, with a, with an occult excellency or whatever, you are absolutely welcome to. How far out is medium range, by the way? Uh, so medium range is kind of wibbly wobbly. It's usually within, uh, usually it is something that is within line of sight. Like, you can see that far. Okay, good to know. I was just looking for reference for filling the dragon's bones. I don't think I really have too many charms that could help other than... No, because that's technically for awareness. It's the observation method. Um, The thing that you're going to want to be doing, if that you have the charm, since you're rolling an occult, uh, since you're rolling for a cult, you would have to use the occult excellency to give bonuses. Mm. So that would be hidden secrets whisper if you have it. I don't think I do. I've not okay. seen it. Okay, oh. then. Well, that didn't help much. Okay, Britt, you get to roll with one extra die. One extra die? Oh, it, boy. It, it had... Don't worry, Michaela. It happens every time. I think that Cody, the last time that I used this, uh, th- this homebrew rule, Cody also did that. And it was like, oh, yeah, I was going to stun, but here, have a die, I guess. Uh, so I'm rolling survival and perception. Uh, perception, survival. Uh, if you have any specialties or excellencies, feel free to use them now. And then, uh, and then you get one extra dice. Cool. So I have the survival excellency that I'm going to spend two motes on to use to get an auto success. Right? Yes, an auto success. And then I'm going to spend an additional two motes for the quarry revelation technique, which is the one that Christina said that she also had. For tracking wild beasts back to their dens or the anathema to their lairs. The one that lets Uh, you re-roll sixes? Yep, re-roll sixes until they cease to appear. And I can roll to contest even magical concealment that is otherwise perfect. So that's another four that I'm taking out of my personal. And... Perception is three, survival's four, seven plus 
One from Michaela makes it eight. So that's five for the dice, plus my auto success for my um my excellency. So that's six auto successes, and okay. I reroll one six. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Nope. So six auto successes. Okay. So with six successes, you go scouting ahead of Tarali as that uh, she gives you uh, the orders on uh, things to be looking for that show the signs that an anathema has been here. A little salute to your boss. You go looking uh, ahead and scouting ahead. After a little bit of looking and getting close, closer and closer to the tower, uh, you notice that you do find something that uh, she told you about. How that uh, so, uh, that it is believed that where that the solar anathema step the stone beneath them become scarred and uh worn down as if uh as if the little gods of uh of the earth around them had been uh sucked dry of their uh of all essence and you find a little spot not a big spot mind you but it is a little spot that is on a worn cobblestone that looks almost like a piece has been burnt into it. And with that little bit of knowledge and everything, you kind of keep, as soon as you see like the first one and wave everyone else forward, you continue seeing more and more of these as you're getting closer and closer to your target. Eventually, it stops as that you are at the door to the plaza tower. There are... I say the Is it the brightness tower? That's the plaza tower? Uh, yes. Okay. As you get closer and closer to the door, you can see that the gold-plated... Uh, sweeping crew has been slowly kind of, I don't want to say descending on you all because that's just a little bit more ominous than I wanted, but they have stopped doing their job and you all are now flanked on either side by about 50 of them on either side of you. So there's about a hundred in total of these gold-plated men and women. Uh, to let you know, Ferris, um, you absolutely believe that the anathema went inside the tower. That or they disappeared and got murdered here. <laughs> okay. Um, I will, you know, make, once I get to the tower, or at least close as close as I can before they, like, look like they might stab me, um, I'll look at the door look down, look back at the door, do like an about face to Tarali and just give a nod of affirmation. 
As that you guys are doing that, there is the ominous sound of about a hundred brooms going in tandem. Uh, is it they're actually sweeping on the ground, or is it more they've like lift them up in a threatening manner? Uh, they are sweeping on the ground. Swish, 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 swish. Elion just looks at the closest one. How far away are they at this point? Um, I would say they are within short distance. So, like, if you wanted to, you could get into you could get into punching range real quick with them. I'm not. I'm not worried about that right right this moment. Uh, Elian's gonna look at one of them. Can we help you? Um, you, when you look at one of them, you're in your vision. You can see about uh two to three. Uh, so if you could give me a perception and awareness roll. And yes, you do get the visual thing. Nine successes. Well, hot damn. I have high stats for those. <laughs> At least the dice like somebody. All right. So as you look at two or three of them and ask your question of, can, can you help them? Uh, you notice that all of them, while that they are all coated in the same gold and metal, uh, not a single one of them is the same. They are just as unique and different as any person you would see on the street. Save for the fact that they are all covered in the same gold metal trappings. You said they look like normal people, just with gold? They look like normal people, but gold. Did they make any replies to us, to my words? They all look to each other, and for a while they stare at Ferris, who is currently the closest to the tower. Elian's just going to shift over to where Ferris at and looks at them again. Can we help you? The closest four to you speak in unison. Uh, that is a. All of them are differently pitched voices, but they all are speaking a, in a uh, unison to you. And they say. Do you have business with Great Mother Bright? Grandmother Bright, excuse me, I'm new to this job. We have business with something. Elion gestures down and points to the marks on the floor. We have business with them if something is hiding in there that shouldn't be. Entry into the tower without Grandmother Bright's permission is inadvisable. Inadvisable because? Inadvisable because it would be rude to enter into another person's domicile without proper permissions. Fair. How, to, how would we obtain those proper permissions? You need to have someone from the tower invite you in. Maybe for tea. Well, I do enjoy tea. Uh, they look up at the tower. Uh, Brendan, does Elion know anybody in the tower by chance? I believe that you guys actually implied at some point that... Uh, you guys at least think that you know someone from uh, the family that could be there. 
Uh, Elion thinks for a moment. I believe I do know someone who is in here. Would you be able to go and get them so I may ask them, or is the way I can contact them up there? I don't know if they're in at the moment. Uh, one of the female ones looks at you and goes, please give me their name, and we will go and ask them. Gagari Karsa. Gagari Karsa. Gagari Karsa. Ah, of the Gagari family. Yes, we will go and ask. Thank you. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, please let them know that Renal Elion is here. I would like to speak to them. Understood. And the person uh, goes in. And you all were there with uh, the Street Sweeper gang for a while. Is there anything else you guys would like to do before that uh, we let time pass a little bit and someone is going to come down? I mean, Elian's just going to kind of like shift so that they're closer to the tower than Ferris, hoping that'll keep the people sweepers attention on them more so than Ferris. Oh, Ferris Ferris will 100% move and uh, stand back kind of behind Tirali to make it look like I am there following Tirali. Like, not like directly behind them, but kind of like back into the left or right, just to look like I am one of Tarali's people. Yeah, Ellen's just going to stand there with their arms behind their back, just kind of holding their hands there, looking around. Um, is, Brendan, can I get a really, really good look at these sweepers? Like, to tell if they're actually people or just really really good robots or people you can uh you know what with the amount of time that you have you could probably do you could probably get away with an investigation check okay uh bear with me for a second i might just blow a little bit of essence on this i think i'm probably just going to do my excellency just look them straight in the eyes and just go are you a people and see if they call you racist Nah, I'm not. I mean, it's a shame that it's a shame that we don't have Divine here to do that for you. Right? (laughs) Pros and cons. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I am going to throw. Does this, Brendan, does this, oh no, because I'm investigating the bots. They're not a crime scene. Um, So I'm going to throw four moats into my investigation, Excellency to get um, two automatic successes. And I can also reroll sixes. Okay. And I assume I can add my eyes in since I'm like staring them down. Yes, yes, you can. So seven on the dice, I get to reroll one of them. That's still a six. It's till they cease to appear. So that's Nine on the dice, because that was a 10, plus two automatic successes, so 11. Brendan, what do my special cat eyes see? Okay. Your special cat eyes see something very interesting. When you get up close to these people, you notice that the facial features that they have are, while exquisite, 
and interesting and different are all drawn on them. When you squint and look at two side by side and kind of with your investigative mind can take those features off, you realize that you are looking at the same person repeated a hundred times. They are exceptionally, exquisitely made uh, automata. Oh, yeah, just, oh, sorry, go ahead. The weird thing is, is that Kazelian's been here for a while. Elian grew up here. You know that sometimes troublemakers that wander into the plaza district go missing. And you've had to try and track down some of those troublemakers before and did and never really came up with a uh, proper good answer for where that they went. And one of these faces that is drawn on to this automata looks very much like one of those people that you lost track of. A troublemaker who had a habit of breaking into people's houses and robbing them. Do you relay this information to those around you who might have other knowledge that might be helpful? I will in one second. I have a particular way I'm going to do this. I don't know if you want me to do another role um, to see if I can recognize other faces other than just the singular one. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll give it to you that you find a few. Okay, because I was going to say, I have eidetic memory, so I don't know if that would help or not. Um, with 11 successes, or with how many successes that you got, I will just give give it to you that you get a few. Okay, because <laughs> I was going to say, eidetic memory also gives me an auto-success on the relevant thing that that's for. So, okay, interesting. Got it. Um, uh, so, Elian's going to, after scanning through the crowd, look to this particular quote-unquote troublemaker who uh, liked to break into houses. Uh, insert person's name here. I don't know. Make up a name, Christina. Just give him a name. Hanami. Uh, it's been a while. I didn't realize that you came to work over here. D did you say Manami? Hanami. Hanami, okay. Uh, this person looks to you, gives you, like, a tilt of their head in a quizzical fashion. Not working. Only sweeping. Have to make a place clean. Is sweeping not work? Work implies that there is pay. Ah, so is this a way to make up, to make recompense for what you've done before with all the breaking and entering into people's houses? Unable to process query. Uh, so Elan's going to turn into another face, call them out by name, and kind of ask a similar line of questioning call them about by their name be like oh are you here as well because you know you did this and you're trying to make up for it 
any time that you get to the point of uh, asking them specifics about why that they're here or why that they're doing this, they immediately start telling you that they are unable to answer your query. Uh, after they they do this to about four different individuals, which I think is probably a reasonable number of faces that they would recognize. Um, and then look back to Tirali. Tirali, do you recognize anyone here? I know you haven't been in town very long, but does anybody look familiar? Uh, and I'm supposed to just be looking at the automatons, correct? Yes. Yes. Side note: Am I just supposed to be making up a character? If you want to, if you want to say that maybe there was a, a tyrant that went missing a couple months after you got into town who was particularly rowdy, you could recognize them here. Um, but generally speaking, like, I would say, yeah, you probably recognize someone and they kind of go along with the line of questioning until you get to, like, what happened and then they go, they're basically unable to process it. Okay, um, let me think of a quick name. So, Tarali's going to look around and see someone who she would recognize as Tamari, a former tyrant, who, uh, shortly after coming to town, actually, once we had agreed to uh, join the family, uh, and she kind of goes over to her to strike up conversation. Hello, Tarali. Lovely day, isn't it? I uh, yeah, it's really great out. Um, what are you doing here, uh, Tamari? Sweeping the Plaza District. That's weird because you're supposed to be in my command, and I don't recall uh, wanting the tyrants to do cleanup crew for people. Decided to switch professions. Uh, so, Michaela, what do you think that this person got in trouble for? Probably either fighting or um, sniffing around anathema, which is supposed to be a no-no, but that is something the house still does. So um, I could see either one happening. Uh, you recalled her being a hothead in your time, and she tended to get into more uh, more brawls uh, than normal. I mean, that would make sense for a tyrant. I could see her trying to prove her strength at uh, somebody's restaurant and making some ruckus. So as you are continuing to question them, um, if you want, you can give me a... Um, if you could give me a wits and a cult roll. Uh, and I'll give, you a, I'll, I'll give you a stunt for the, uh, for the role play. So you get an extra two dice. Why? <laughs> So with only one success, you know that something oh my magical clearly happened to this person, but you can't really tell what. Um, and 
And as it, uh, Elian pointed out, um, their features on there, on their faces are basically drawn on, uh, very well, but if you were to like, say, reach a hand out and start smudging the face with like your thumb or something, the face would absolutely start like smudging, like you're smudging a marker or something. Elian didn't technically say that, they kind of just were talking to them and trying to allude to the fact that, hey, these might have been, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Is there any way that she could continue to try to press Tamari any? Because she does have like a three-dot intimacy for family sticking together. So she wouldn't be the most thrilled that one of her people's taken off and is in this uh, group of gold folk. You know what? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you continue to talk to her. And I will let you know that eventually, as you get to any very specific question and questions like with Elian, uh, this automaton that looks like Tamari um, eventually starts telling you that they are unable to process the query. How do you take that? Even though she's really tied to family, she's also really stoic. Um, I don't think Tarali would let it outwardly show, but it's definitely something she's taking note of. Um, that the automaton can't, you know, process inquiry. Um, and she's definitely going to find out what's going on there for her people. Okay. As you're trying to figure all this out, the automaton that had left earlier uh, comes back out and looks to Elian. Goes, excuse me, question person. Yes. Unfortunately, no one from the Gagari household is available currently to let you in. We apologize. However. If you have any queries, we have gotten the property manager to come down and talk with you. Oh, that would be lovely. Thank you. The automatons stop as the door to the plaza opens or to the plaza tower opens and more or less put the brooms onto their shoulders, almost like like people holding rifles with like a salute and like standing at attention as this old crone of a woman with like long silver hair and like a bent back uh, comes out with a cane uh, that is tapping along. And she looks uh, up to you all as she's a little shorter due to her advanced age and sees you all and goes. Hello, dearies. My helpers have informed me that you're looking for someone here. Is there any way that I can assist you? Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work we put into this show. If you wanted to ask us any questions, you can contact us through Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost, 
or email at apairofdicelost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Dragon Dance by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice. <laughs>